Hey there. Almost every day I get asked about PCOS weight loss. This is a topic that comes up a lot and I see how hard it is to not only lose weight, but keep it off, especially with PCOS. It seems like every time you take a step forward, it's immediately followed by two steps back when it comes to weight loss and managing your symptoms as a whole. Can you relate to this? I think you can, and I'm so glad that you're here today because the last thing I want you to do is continue to struggle or try strict diets or random food rules that only make things worse for you. So I want to invite you to join me next week for a free class called Three PCOS Diet Mistakes to Avoid and What to Do Instead to Finally Lose Weight. This is a limited time opportunity to come learn how hundreds of my clients have been able to ditch diets and lose anywhere from five to 50 pounds and more with ease and joy and absolutely without cutting any foods out, neglecting their own body's needs or feeling deprived. I'm sharing important information you need to know, things like the one thing most diets do that will never work for PCOS, and I can almost guarantee you're either doing it right now or you've tried it in the past. I'm going to share why counting calories and macros is a massive waste of your time. We'll talk about how to stop cutting carbs and instead discover your carb tolerance and finally see those results. This is absolutely going to be life-changing for you. And most importantly, I'm going to show you how you can lose weight and keep it off and feel happy and healthy without ever considering another diet again. This stuff is lifelong, it's sustainable, and it's going to change your relationship with food for the better. This class is free, but you do need to save a spot. I'm offering it a few times next week and the following, so you can pick the time that's best suitable for your schedule. All you have to do is go to daphnachazen.com slash masterclass, and you'll be able to pick a time there. So again, that's daphnachazen.com forward slash masterclass. I recommend you save your spot now, and I can absolutely not wait to see you there. Hey there, I'm Daphna Chazen, and this is the Down to Earth PCOS Nutrition Podcast. On the show, we talk about managing PCOS using proven strategies, ditching diets for good, and balancing hormones naturally. Let's get to it. weight loss. And you probably don't need me to tell you that weight loss, especially with PCOS, is a puzzle. There are many pieces to it and it oftentimes cannot just be boiled down to eat this and not that, right? Over the years, I realized that there is a unique recipe for successful weight loss for each person. And even though the amounts and ratios may change, it's the same ingredients for the most part. So just like there are thousands of variations on a chocolate chip cookie recipe, there are variations, but they all use the same ingredients more or less, right? They all have flour and eggs and butter, but those main components are going to be at different amounts, different ratios. It may vary a little bit, but at the end of the day, it's the same with weight loss. There are a few very important ingredients for successful weight loss. And those are the tools that I teach all of my clients. And specifically I teach inside my program, pause the pounds to help women not only stop weight gain, right? If you're in a point where you have uncontrollable weight gain and you've gained a tremendous amount of weight, a significant amount of weight over a short period of time, maybe you've gained 30 pounds in six months, 
We want to stop that. We want to reverse that trend. And we also want to keep it off, right? We want to do it in a way that's sustainable and permanent. And so it's not just about seeing the scale starting to go down, but doing it in a way that doesn't keep you in this cycle of gaining and losing as many women with PCOS have experienced over the years. And so the tools that I've gathered for you today are just some of the things that I teach inside the programs. And these are some of the things that I've seen clients do really well with, and they go beyond what's on your plate. They go well beyond the food and they definitely are not rigid. As you will see today, everyone does a little bit of a different version of them. And that's the beauty of it right? We're all unique. We all have different needs. And when you're doing a weight loss program or have some sort of a plan for weight loss, it's got to be flexible. It's got to fit into your lifestyle. It's not something that you need to force yourself in. It actually needs to adapt to you. And, you know, one of the things I always say is that anybody can lose weight. There's really nothing special about that. And I know that it may sound wrong. It may sound untrue for you because maybe you've tried, but we're going to talk about why what you've tried before maybe has not worked for you. But what I know is that anybody can lose weight. The key is to do it in a way that lasts and to keep that weight off. And the difference between those people who do lose weight and keep it off and those who don't comes down in large part to what we'll talk about today, which is the success toolkit for PCOS weight loss. And again, it goes well beyond food, well beyond what you put on your plate. Instead, it has a lot to do with mindset. It has a lot to do with how you approach weight loss. And maybe that's not sexy, right? Maybe that's not gimmicky, but we're here to talk the truth. We're here to really spill the tea on what works and not just, you know, go for gimmicks and go for these quick fixes and do things that are trendy or sexy. That is not what health is about. Okay. So if you're losing weight to look good or to fit into a certain size clothes or for vanity reasons, this is not for you. This is where we talk about true health and losing weight as a means to better health, to better quality of life, to having less joint pain, more energy, less disease risk. And that kind of weight loss takes a shift in mindset. Okay. It also takes a lot of help. Many people, especially in the beginning, need a lot of help. They need guidance. They need support. And it's not just in creating the food plan that's going to work, but also in setting up those doable habits and the positive attitude towards the whole process. So think about how you've lost weight in the past or what you felt while you were dieting. It's probably not something that felt positive. It's probably something that didn't feel pleasant or good. You're almost doing it just to be done with it, right? A lot of people go through diets and I can understand why really suffering through the process, really thinking about, I cannot wait for this to be over. This is going to suck, but I'm going to do it anyway, because I want to get into X, Y, Z size or pants, or I want to see a certain number on the scale. This is not what we're talking about today. Today, we're talking about enjoying the process, setting a positive attitude about weight loss, understanding how your body works as a person with PCOS. So you can actually buy into the process of weight loss and not just do it because this is what a certain influencer told you to do or because keto is the popular diet right now or because you printed off a meal plan from the internet, right? That's not going to last. That's not the kind of weight loss that you want to engage in, okay? And so the tools I'll share with you here today 
are going to help you get there. They're going to help change how you view weight loss. When you really think about using things like this, the toolkit that I'll share today, and I have six different tools in it, you're really gonna see your entire relationship with food is changing. And of course, I go deep into teaching you how to implement all of these inside Pause the Pounds. That is the whole point of the program, to change the narrative about weight loss, to show you that there's another way, a better way, and really a weight loss that you will feel not just confident, proud, and excited about, but also say, I can do this long-term. And not that you need to, to lose weight for the rest of your life, but once you learn it, you'll know how to eat for the rest of your life. And so everything that we include in the program is that there's no diet food. There's no restriction. There's nothing that off limits. And so when nothing is off limits, you can see yourself doing it in five, 10 and 20 years. And that's the beauty of it. You learn it once you do it for the rest of your life. That is what I want for you. So you don't cycle through diets over and over again. And diets don't do this, hence why they don't work. They don't provide these tools. They don't show you how to lose weight permanently. They don't teach you how to be flexible, which is really essential for weight loss, right? You don't want to be rigid. You want to be flexible. And they often sell a very unrealistic dream of the kind of weight loss that you can achieve. And that creates a lot of negative self-talk. It creates feelings of being defeated and thinking that you don't have what it takes to stick with it. And I'm here to tell you, you absolutely have what it takes to stick with it, to feel good, to do it in a way that feels sustainable. And by the way, your entire family can eat in this way as well. So you're not just eating for your own health. You're modeling this behavior for others, whether you have a spouse, you have young children, you're still living at home with your parents. This is something that anybody can do. Yes, it's tailored to PCOS, but it's healthy across the board. And so diets don't do this. The main reason why is they want you coming back. They want you on repeat. They want you to be a frequent flyer in their club, whatever that may be. And so there is a lot of fear and guilt and fear mongering around food in most of those diets. And healthy weight loss is not about any of that. Healthy weight loss is a process that actually feels amazing. It's building your confidence. It's not leaving you feeling defeated or like a failure, right? Because what happens when you feel like a failure? What happens when you go through a diet and you feel like you weren't successful or you couldn't stick with it, even though it's 100% to be expected? It's 100% not your fault if you couldn't stick with those diets because they are not sustainable. They're not realistic for most people. So what happens when you can't stick with them? You go harder and stricter the next time. And over time, you go harder and you go stricter and it just continues to feed into this overly punitive, right? It's a really punitive process. You're constantly punishing yourself over time, developing a very distorted image of yourself, of your body. And unfortunately, also disordered eating can develop here right? So the more we buy into more rules, the more we restrict further, the more we eat less, the more we become more obsessed about exercising and counting calories, the more disordered our eating habits become. And we start accepting those rules as normal. We start thinking that we must follow these rules or otherwise we're not doing it right. And that is absolutely not true. Now, before we go into the toolkit itself, I want to talk a little bit about what successful weight loss is as I define it. Okay. This is my own professional 
definition that I came up with. So this is not something that is universally accepted. I'm going to tell you my opinion professionally and personally, and you may agree, you may not agree. And both of those things are okay. But I want you to understand when I'm talking about losing weight successfully, this is what I'm talking about. I'm referring to gradual weight loss. So I'm talking about very slow weight loss that has occurred consistently over time. So not necessarily week by week, maybe some weeks you lose weight, some weeks you don't lose weight, but rather month by month when we look bigger picture, when we zoom out, things are trending down. Your weight is trending down. You're seeing slow and gradual pace on the scale or however it is that you measure your weight loss. Maybe you're looking at inches and that's okay too. Although sometimes you can lose inches, but not pounds. That can also be a huge marker of health. And so I'm not against that. I think that's okay. But here today we're talking about weight loss specifically and the most common way to measure it or to track it is on the scale. And so I don't recommend weighing daily I don't recommend weighing more than once a week, if that. Some people weigh every other week, once every other week. And so inside Pause the Pound, I teach you a healthy, good way to weigh yourself. And a lot of people inside the program don't weigh themselves at all. And that's okay too. They just go by how they feel, how their clothes are fitting, how their body is feeling. Totally fine. That is, I actually sometimes like that better. Okay. And so month by month, you should feel and you should see if you're weighing yourself small reductions on the scale. And if you are weighing yourself, I want to challenge you to think about the last time that you were able to lose 25 pounds. When was that? Has that ever happened? And if not, I want you to think about doing so and getting to that number over the course of a year. And that may seem like a lot of time, but trust me when I tell you, this is the correct way to do it, okay? And 25 pounds in a year is about half a pound per week. Now, if you stepped on the scale and week after week, you only lost half a pound, you would probably be disappointed. And I know this because I've worked with hundreds of women who told me I only lost half a pound this week. And then I tell them, if you continue to lose half a pound per week on average, you're going to lose 25 pounds in a year. Now that sounds much better, right? But here's the thing. Most people get so discouraged, so disappointed that they don't stick with it. They're not consistent. And so they never get to see that big weight loss because they're looking for big numbers. We got to change that. We got to shift. We got to kind of flip a switch on that and shift the mindset from we want things to happen quickly and we want big drops to we're going to go low and slow. And I'm going to talk more about that in a second. So the first category for me, as far as successful weight loss is it's happening gradually over time, but consistently month by month, your weight is trending down. Your clothes are feeling better. Your body is feeling better. The second thing is this should be done without restriction or obsessive counting of anything. Okay. We don't want to measure. We don't want to exercise in a way that is burning a certain amount of calories. We don't want to do anything that can't be kept up long term or is focused, hyper-focused, I should say, on burning a specific amount of calories or any of those things. Okay. We don't want anything obsessive. We don't want to facilitate any sort of behavior around food that is very number focused. Okay, we're going to look more at quality and again, more on that in a second, but your weight loss should happen almost intuitively, naturally, without you paying too much attention to numbers, 
portions, ounces, calories, all of those things. That's exactly what I teach inside Pause the Pounds. Believe it or not, it's possible. You don't have to really count to anything. And then the third thing is it can be maintained easily and is sustainable long-term. So how do we know if something can be maintained easily? I want you to think about whether or not you can eat in this way in five years, in 10 years, in six months. Do you see yourself continuing with this plan when you're 60 years old? That is a sustainable plan. Okay. That is something that can easily be maintained. Okay. Eating healthy and losing weight should really not become your second or third job. You may have heard me say this before because it's one of the things I love saying because it's so true and I firmly believe in it. It should not become hard work to keep your weight down, right? To keep your weight in a good range and whatever good range means for you. Okay. Where you feel healthy, when it's doable, when you're not obsessive, your eating is not disordered, that's a healthy weight, okay? It's not about fitting in a BMI chart or going to a certain number. No, this is not what we're talking about. Whatever your body is comfortable at, is easy to maintain, that is the healthy weight for you. And of course, we want to make sure that you're losing fat mass and not muscle. So, you know, there is a way to lose weight that's not focused on just reducing pounds. It's actually improving your body composition. And so, again, this is all the things that I teach you inside the program so that your weight loss is really high quality weight loss. It is losing fat mass. It is very sustainable. It's gradual. It's not a crash diet. And it certainly is not something that's going to create disordered eating. Okay. Now, by the way, everything that I'll share with you today and the parameters that I just listed are confirmed or are similar to what we see in the National Weight Control Registry. And if you've never heard of National Weight Control Registry, this is a good time to talk about it briefly. This is a very large study that has been done since the 90s, and it looks at a large group of people. I believe there is over 5,000 people or maybe even more at this point. And these people have all lost at least 30 pounds and have kept it off for at least a year. The National Weight Control Registry is probably the only, if not, well, maybe one of the only studies that doesn't look at what people did to lose the weight. People there have lost weight in many different ways from bariatric surgery to Weight Watchers. That's not what the study is about. The study is about how have they kept it off for at least a year. And just to give you some idea about who is in this group, so the average weight that's lost in the group is 70 pounds, and the average time that this weight loss has been kept off is six and a half years, okay? So there are many people there who have lost significant amounts of weight and have kept it off for a significant amount of time. And what this study is looking at is not how these people lost the weight, but what are they doing now to keep it off? What are the behaviors, the habits, the things that they do every single day to maintain their weight loss? That's the interesting part. Okay. So like I said before, anybody can lose weight. Keeping it off is the trick. That's the key to making it truly permanent. And so These people get surveys every few years or maybe once a year, and they report what it is that they're doing. They just talk about their routines and their habits and what they do every single day in terms of food and movement and stress management and sleep. They talk about how much TV they're watching, all of these things that you won't necessarily think are related to weight loss. But when the data is aggregated and they collect everyone's answers, 
and they're living in different places in the country, in the U.S., there are trends. We can definitely see trends. And so I don't want to get too much into what they're doing, but I can tell you that a lot of the tools that I'll share today are also used by the people in the National Weight Control Registry. And so it makes total sense that they not only work for my clients, they're working for thousands of people across the country. Okay, I think we're ready to get into the six tools. And I want you to know these are all things that I teach in depth inside Pause the Pounds. And the program opens really soon. In a couple of weeks, you're going to have the opportunity. I really hope you join us. If weight loss has been on your mind and it's something that you have not been able to crack, this program is for you. Eight weeks of working with me, learning my method, using all of the tools that I offer for you to be successful with permanent weight loss. Okay. Tool number one, we kind of touched on this, so I'll go quick here, and that is a crockpot mentality. What's a crockpot mentality? It means that you're approaching weight loss with a low and slow mindset versus wanting instant results. That's microwave mentality. That's you put the thing in 30 seconds, it's done. That's not what we're going for. Okay. We're going for slow. We're going for permanent. We want to take things at a pace that works for you and your busy lifestyle. And believe me, the slower you go, the more consistent you become, the longer your weight loss will last. Okay. Mindset is a huge part of success and we really need to set realistic expectations for ourselves, have more patience in this process. And this is going to help you become less resentful and less likely to give up because when you go gung ho in the beginning, you're all in, you do the things, you go to the gym twice a day, you're eating only salads, you're doing all of these things. That's microwave mentality. That's, you want to see results right now. And that builds resentment because a lot of times these things don't work right away. A lot of times your body takes more time, not to mention if what you're doing is not suitable for PCOS, you're not going to see those results or they're going to be very short lived. And that is when people tend to throw in the towel and give up. So we want to make sure that we're switching that mindset, low and slow crockpot mentality, gather all the consistency and patience that you have, because those are probably the two most important ingredients for weight loss. And if this is hard for you, if staying motivated is hard, if staying consistent is hard, this is what the program is going to help you with. You are going to feel like you're part of a structured program where you know what to do. You understand the methods, you understand the habits that you need to practice, and you have a plan to follow. So it's really difficult to not see results and to not be consistent when you have a plan laid out for you step-by-step, step, which is ingredient number two, having a step-by-step step method. Most people, and maybe you're the same, they do patchwork for weight loss. They do a little bit of fasting and a little bit of keto and a little bit of paleo and all of this like mishmash of things means nothing's working, but you've tried everything. You've tried a little bit of everything and nothing worked. I am sure you can relate to this. If you've ever been through multiple diets, you've tried multiple things, it may seem like you've exhausted all options and you're still back to square one and maybe even worse. Maybe you've regained more than you lost. 
what we need to do is wipe the board clean, start fresh, go back to square one and follow a step-by-step A to Z plan that is specific for PCOS and is going to teach you how to plan your meals, how to shop for food, how to prepare those meals and how to create positive habits that produce weight loss. That's going to be a game changer. This is where it's at. This is what makes the difference between success and yo-yo dieting. Inside the program, you get that proven plan. You get a plan that's already worked for hundreds of women and it covers everything you need to know to be successful at weight loss. So it's very clear what you need to do. And when your plan is laid out for you like that, it's easy to follow. You become motivated. You're more consistent. You're more confident in what you're doing. And believe it or not, you get to enjoy the process. A lot of people cannot believe that they're actually eating meals that they love and they're excited about what they're doing. And they feel great in their body and they wake up every morning feeling positive and confident and loving what they're doing. Okay. This is all about feeling good. So a step-by-step method is ingredient number two. That's tool number two. And of course that's given to you inside my program. The other thing that you get, which is tool number three is flexible food plans. Different people need different plans. I don't know why there are so many diets that give you cookie cutter meal plans and recipes and all of that. We can't all eat the same food all the time. Okay. We're all different. This is where you get to practice what you learn. So you got the method. Now you practice it. And of course I give you help. So you have a lot of support resources inside the program that will help you create your own flexible food plan. So what does that mean? The first thing is that I teach you how to put the meals together, right? You learn the method, you understand how to put your meals together, how to shop for your food, what to look for, what are some of the the habits, not just about the food, it's when to eat, how you eat, how to create the meals, how to make sure that you're never getting too hungry, when to snack, how to time your meals, all of that stuff is included, of course. But if we're talking about the actual food plans, I teach you how to put meals together. So if you're someone who likes to be creative and is really good with food, you can create your own combos. I also give you meal ideas and there's a huge recipe library. So if you want a chicken recipe, a breakfast recipe, a snack recipe, a dessert recipe, it's all laid out for you in a recipe vault. It's a recipe library that has hundreds of recipes for anything that you can think about. Any any food mood that you have can be satisfied by something inside the recipe library and it's constantly being updated and elaborated. So you have the meal ideas, you have the recipe libraries, if you need a little bit more help and inspiration. And then if you're someone who just says, Daphna, give me a complete meal plan. Just tell me what to do. I want it all done for me. We have that too. So I'm going to give you complete meal plans with done for you grocery lists. There are also a lot of swaps. So each recipe has ideas for how to swap ingredients. If you don't eat fish or you are vegetarian or you don't like blueberries, whatever it may be you will have options and you'll be able to modify the meals and the meal plans based on your own unique needs. And so the flexibility of the food plans makes a big difference because everybody can find something that they love. You have it created for you if that's what you need, or you have the freedom to get creative on your own if you prefer that. Next up is one of my personal favorite tools. And even people who think they're not into it, they get into it. And that is journaling. Okay. So if you've journaled before, you've probably done a version of journaling that I call 
tracking. It's a little bit different. You're tracking your macros. You're tracking your calories. Maybe you've used my fitness pal. This is not what we're talking about here. With journaling inside Pause the Pounds and throughout all of my programs, we journal for quality. We are not looking at calories. We're not measuring anything. We're just looking at how your plate looks and we do it using a pictorial journal. The journal uses pictures, not numbers. Okay. This is just a tool. It's not meant to be a chore. It's a tool for you to gain insight into what you're eating and the quality of your food. And of course, it creates a lot of awareness and mindfulness, and it's very eye-opening to see your food laid out in an album. It's literally an album of pictures that you get to see. And over time, you're going to get excited and you're going to start noticing patterns and you're going to intuitively know how to change your meals to make them higher quality and more suitable for PCOS and weight loss even without thinking about it. And that's the whole point of this tool. It's a teaching tool. It's meant to help you make decisions around food that are supporting your goals. A lot of people have no clue as to what they're eating or they're tracking every ounce of food that they're eating. We don't want any of those extremes. We want something in the middle and looking at pictures. First of all, it's fun. Secondly, it's more positive. It's focused more on quality and it really looks at what your plate is, is comprised of as opposed to the grams and ounces. And so This is not something that you use on your own. Of course, I'm in there. I'm able to see your journals. I'm able to see your records and kind of give you feedback. And we keep it super positive and constructive. This is not about me nitpicking on your journals. Usually I go through the pictures. I drool all over them. I get super excited about what people are eating. And I give them little tweaks, little fine tuning suggestions to make it even better. And let me tell you, and you may have seen me share these pictures on social media. Some of these meals go from being just okay to amazing in a matter of days. And we're not cutting anything out. We're not changing what you're eating. We're just adjusting the ratios. We're adding maybe some vegetables. We're making like little magic wand touches on it to make it better. It's so much fun. It's such a positive process. And It's an optional thing, of course. If you don't like it, you don't want to deal with it, don't worry about it. Again, it's just one of the tools that you get inside the program. Most people who journal do really well. They love it. And you can actually also go back to your journal, look through the pictures again and, you know, remember, oh, last Tuesday was a great day. I felt really energized. What did I eat? You look at the pictures, you can mimic that day or vice versa. One day you were cravy and hungry and groggy and irritable. You look at what you ate. Maybe you realized there was not enough protein there. Maybe you needed more food. Maybe you skipped a meal. You would never know these things at that level of detail if you weren't tracking and kind of looking at a pictorial journal that gives you the story of the day. I love it. My clients love it. You get the option to do it inside my personalized app, inside Pause the Pounds. It's there for you to use. If you don't like it, don't worry about it. But journals and journal reviews that are done by me on our calls are super helpful. And again, it's a tool. It's an eye-opening experience. And I think that if you try it, you're going to see what a game changer it can be for weight loss. And again, it's not about restriction. It's about sometimes eating more. Sometimes people realize they're not eating enough and they would never have known it. All they know is that they feel terrible. All they know is that they feel hungry, tired, and cranky, and they have no clue why. 
because they're not paying attention. When you journal, you pay attention, you get my eyes on it, and it just works beautifully and keeps you consistent and on track. And I absolutely think that if you come into the program and you do this, you're going to say, how did I not do this before? How did I not take pictures of my food? Now, we don't need Instagram worthy pictures in there. People take sometimes pictures of an empty plate because they forget to take a picture of their food. And that's okay too. They just write me a little note of what they ate. And that way I can keep an eye on what you're doing and give you the guidance that you need. Tool number five is check-ins. Everyone needs a check-in. I want you to think about past diet attempts that you've made. Did you have someone to troubleshoot an issue that you were having? Did you have someone you can ask a question to 24-7? Did you get the support that you needed? Did you get that boost of motivation and encouragement that you needed? Probably not, right? Because if you were doing something where there are thousands of people participating in the program or hundreds of people, or you were doing something that was kind of like on your own, you're not going to have someone to pitch and catch with. You're not going to have someone to help you overcome an obstacle. And one thing is guaranteed, obstacles are going to come up. Difficult times are going to happen. You need someone to help you learn how to navigate those difficult times. Everything is good and everything is all well when you're doing well. But what about the the times when you're having a hard day? What about the times that you have two weekends where you have weddings or vacations? How do you navigate that? How do you make sure that you stay on track, that you don't completely lose sight of what you're trying to do? That's when the check-ins are helpful. That's where you can ask a question, get support. Sometimes I I get surprised when people tell me, I don't have a question, but I I just need encouragement. And I shouldn't be surprised because encouragement is such a big part of staying consistent. And that's what we do. They get a pat on the back. We look at all the great things they're doing. They get the support and motivation boost that they need. And they're good. They're good to go. They feel great and they're able to keep going. So Check-ins are really important, if not for guidance and questions, just for that little boost of motivation, okay? Everybody needs that. No matter where you are in the process, we all need someone in our corner, okay? So I'm sure you can relate to this. And again, if you think back about things that you've done before, you may have not been able to see results and have long-term success because you didn't have the right support. That's very, very common. Very few people can lose weight in a vacuum, okay? We all need to be in this together. And so getting inside a program that has the support, has the troubleshooting, has the implementation is really going to help you. And then last but certainly not least, this is probably one of the most important things is community. Who's got your back? Are you in a room with people, whether virtually or actually in real life, that know what you're going through. Other people with PCOS who get it, who know what it's like, right? Inside the program, there's a big community. And inside all my programs, community is a big part of the program. All my programs have three components, coaching, content, and community. So both of those things, coaching and content, I already talked about the method, the plans, the meals, the habit formation, all of that. Then we have the coaching, which is our check-ins and our calls. And then we have the community. You get connected with others. You feel heard by other women that you've likely never will meet in your life, right? Because they're maybe halfway across the world or across the country. So 
this is an opportunity for you to get in a room virtually with people that understand PCOS. And I am sure that you have various people in your life who support you, your spouse, your mom, your sister, your best friend, but they likely don't have PCOS and they likely don't fully understand what it's like. And it can feel very isolating to be going through this alone. And so community is a large part of the success of my programs, getting together with other women who understand what you're doing, who know what it's like, who understand how difficult it is, and they support each other. And they create a little mini community with our chat and our calls that allows you to feel connected, feel heard and seen. And again, that's motivating. That keeps you going. That gives you the peace of mind to know that you're not alone. And that is a huge tool for success. Okay. And so community is big. And again, you may find free communities online. I think they're great. And there are a lot of Facebook groups and PCOS groups that you can get connected with. And if you're not doing that, I highly recommend that you do. And I can tell you that a lot of people are quiet observers in the program. And that's okay. Nobody has to be all out there. And I know many people are introverts, myself included, believe it or not. And so I don't necessarily expect people to show up in the community and be extremely talkative. I love it if you do. And please come into my program and if you're an extrovert who likes to connect with people and, you know, be chatty because I would love that. And I know other women would love that. But there are also people who are just quiet observers in the group and they benefit tremendously from all the dynamics and the information that's shared and the experiences that are talked about. And that, you know, if that's you, you have room, you have space inside the group and you're going to find it tremendously helpful. Again, even if you're just quiet in there. And I myself am a stalker inside many groups. Okay. Not my own groups, of course, but in business groups or in other interest groups that I'm a part of, I don't always talk. I usually don't actually. I just stalk. Like I said, I'm in there, I'm looking, I'm observing, I'm reading, maybe I'm posting a little bit, but at the end of the day, I benefit tremendously from that, even though I'm not the most vocal in the group. So if you can relate to that, I just wanted to acknowledge you and let you know that it's okay. And you will still get tremendous benefit out of it. And one more thing that I wanted to share with you, and that's kind of like a behind the scenes of my business. I am also a member of a business mastermind, which is essentially a community of people who have a business similar to mine. It's online and they create content. And I will probably never have met these women if I weren't in this container. Okay. So these are not people who have anything to do with nutrition, right? Just to give you an example, one of them is a home organizer. One of them is an astrologer, like different fields, different disciplines have nothing to do with nutrition, have nothing to do with PCOS. And that is where I get the most value for my business. And so finding people who are like-minded and do the same thing as you, we talk about our hardships in business. We talk about what's working, what's not working. We support each other. We give each other a pat on the back. We give each other pep talks when we need to, right? We're all in this together. And so I'm telling you this to, so that you can know that getting in the room with people who go through what you're going through and understand you is huge. It feels so good. You're not alone anymore. There's someone out there that you may not even connect with on other things, meaning maybe they have different political views than you. Maybe they don't love the same food as you. Maybe, I don't know, there are differences. We're not here to talk about those things. We're here to talk about what's in common. 
and what we all share. And that is exactly the same thing that we do inside the program. And the whole point of it is to propel you forward. So I hope this makes sense. I hope you can see how that mix of content, coaching, and community really makes a difference and will allow you to reach your goals. I can tell you that if someone comes into the program and they follow my lead, they follow the method that's laid out for them, they show up in the calls, they get active in asking questions and asking for help when they need it, there is guaranteed success. Okay. That is absolutely the case. It's been the case for many years and hundreds of people can attest to that. So doors to pause the pounds are opening really soon in two weeks. I want you to stay in the know. So if you're not following me on Instagram, come on over to PCOS.nutritionist.daphna. You can also connect with me through email. I'll leave the information below. And I hope to see you inside the program so you can leverage these tools and reach your health goals and your weight loss goals before the end of the year. That is my goal for you. I hope to see you inside. Let me know if you have any questions and I will see you here again next time. Bye.